Hey folks, hey superstars, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Million at Midnight Rant. I understand that it's one o'clock where you are if you're in Houston, Texas, CST time. But here in Columbia, it's approximately 2.12, okay? So I know we have a few of you that are still up and listening to this live here. Hey guys, how are you? Go ahead and jump in real quickly here. And I get it. I have a great topic for you tonight. I'm going to talk about the steps to become, to become, steps to become a millionaire. Oh, I wrote that incorrectly, guys. Give me a second. Hold on, give me one second. Steps to become a millionaire. Okay. How is everybody doing tonight? Mm. Excuse me, I just yawned. Can you guys hear me? I'm sorry. Let me know if you can hear me properly here. Okay. Just comment below. So, listen. I'm going to give you my steps from my perspective um, to make your first million here. And the steps is going to be a bit metaphysical as well. Um, I'm just going to share some of the characteristics of what it takes to earn your first million. And these are my steps. These are the things that I did to make my first million at 35 years old. So, and I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I, I can give you these steps. That doesn't mean that you're going to be a millionaire, okay? But um, I'll tell you this, that it works for me, okay? I'm following these steps here. And I want to share them with you. So go ahead and comment your name here below. Let me give you guys a shout out here. Hey, Kayla, how are you? Freddie, how are you? Patty, how are you? Hey, Georgia, checking in, how are you? And go ahead and tag a few people if you don't mind. Uh, thank you for the love. I appreciate that. Make sure you take notes. You want to write down these steps and you want to begin to apply them to your life as well. If you're brand new to the rant here, well, this is my podcast. I'm Wesley Virgin. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas. I grew up pretty average. Um, I wouldn't say I was poor, but I just say I was average. I didn't have the nice clothes at school. I didn't have nice shoes. And my parents didn't have a ton of money as well. And I just lived just a regular average life here. Money definitely was a problem in my household. But through educating myself and persevering and truly believing in myself, I became a multimillionaire now and self-made, by the way first generational millionaire and now go live every night to give you an opportunity to ask me questions and I come up with various topics that I think people like yourself need to hear to be able to make your first million. How many of you want to make your first million dollars? Comment below. I'm just curious. Okay. Yes, you know what? If I can get all of you to share this video right now and like it, I will go live with a few of you. If you want to go live with me one-on-one, 
to ask me questions about your business, about mindset, about the law of attraction, whatever you need to hear, I'm here to help you as well. Okay? Okay, great. I'm glad that you do believe that you will be the first generational millionaire in your family. I'm here to help you. So let's get into the steps. Write this down. Here are the steps that Wesley Virgin took in my later 20s to make my first million. One, it's obvious, you have to believe in yourself. Okay? You have to believe in yourself. Now listen, I know a lot of you believe that you do believe in yourself. You may say, Wesley, I believe in myself. Do you? Listen, when I use the word believe in yourself, what I'm sharing with you is you can have no doubt. You can have no doubt that you will achieve the goal or the dream that you want to achieve. Does that make sense? Because I give you an example. How many of you have a car? Do you believe your car is outside in the garage waiting on you right now? Right? You may say yes. So my question is, how do you know? How do you know someone hasn't stole your car? Well, you just believe. And you probably believe because you've always parked your car in the garage. When you get up in the morning, it's always there. Right? So, however, when you're trying to believe in yourself to achieve something that you've never, ever achieved or you don't have any information in your brain about making a million dollars, it's just difficult, right, to believe that. But... I want you to have blind belief. And blind belief is believing in something even though there are no supporting reasons or any evidence that you will become what you're trying to be. Does that make sense? It's called blind belief. Believing that you're going to make your first million even though you have Nothing in your life that will showcase any evidence that you will, right? Many of you have, you don't have a lot of money in your bank account right now. Many of you are in debt. Many of you have car notes. You have debt. You have to pay the rent, paying your school or whatever, right? And right now you're in a position that most of you like, I don't know how I make a million dollars. I get it. You don't have to know how. You just have to believe that it will happen. So belief is very important, okay? And I've always believed that I was going to be rich. You may say, how? I don't know how. I just have blind belief. And it's probably the cockiness of me. Like, I'm a very arrogant man. I'm confident, I'm arrogant, cocky, whatever. Which means is, I just believe I can always get whatever I want, Okay? That's just, that's just my belief, honestly. And it's good to have that type of belief. I just believe anything I want on this fucking universe, I can fucking have. Like, it's nothing I can't have. Period. And, you know, maybe that's just a cocky statement, but it, it has always worked for me. And I don't spend a lot of time trying to figure out how I'm going to do things. I just know I'm going to do it. And usually things are presented to me to allow the reality to take place in my life. That makes sense? So I want you to have blind belief. Just believe that you will make your first million. You don't know when. You don't know how. Just believe that you will. Okay? It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter who your parents are. It 
doesn't matter if you grow up poor or destitute or broken and whatever. doesn't matter. If you believe that it will happen, okay, it's highly likely it will. Number two, second step. Write this down. Now, this is from the Bible, but it's powerful and it's true. And it worked for me. You got to have faith. Okay? Everybody come at the word faith, please. Now, I think we all know what faith is. Many of you are, you believe in God. Many of you read the Bible or you know what the word faith is because you've heard it. Even if you never read the Bible, you know what the word faith is. Faith is just believing in something that doesn't exist yet in your reality. For example, the money that you want in your bank account, right? 100000 200000 that you want, you have to have faith, which means you have to believe that this money will be there even though the money is not there. Or maybe you don't have any ideas on how you're going to bring this money to the bank account. So that's faith. Faith is being able to use your imagination in a way and picturing what you want as if you already have it. Make sense? Got to have faith. Faith is important because, you know, you got to have faith because maybe you want to build a beautiful house. Well, you got to have faith that the house will be built and it will be built to your liking. Maybe you want a brand new car. You got to have faith that you will have this brand new car. Maybe you want a new business. You got to have faith that the business is going to work out properly. So faith is, the definition of faith is this. It's the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. You can't see it yet. Like you can't see your surreal life that you want. Like you can't see the millions of dollars yet. You can't see the beautiful dream car. You can't see the contributions that you're going to make to your family, your mom, your dad. Maybe you can't see it yet. But faith says that even though you can't see it with the physical eye, you have to be able to see it with the spiritual eye. And that's just in your mind, man. You have to be able to see the things that, that are not tangible yet. They're invisible. You got to see it. And you got to believe that it will happen, even though it's not there. Does that make sense? So faith is a big one. And I've always implored my faith during my own personal journey of wealth. Three. Okay. Three is you must persevere. Okay. Listen. Making your first billion may be the hardest thing you will ever do in your life, honestly. You know, making your first million. Which means you have to persevere through the challenges, the adversities, the hard times, the problems, the bullshit. Like you just got to persevere. Let me go deeper on that. Come with the word go deeper, Wes. Go ahead. Come and say go deeper, Wes. When I, when I mean persevere, you have to realize that problems are obstacles that are trying to prevent you from reaching your golden dream. You have to persevere through those things. How? By reframing them to your benefit. 
If your car breaks down, you might get upset. Oh, my car broke down. I can't go to work. I can't do this. Nah. To persevere, you got to say, you know, my car broke down. All that means is I'm getting ready to buy a brand new car. All that means is my intention of getting a car of my dreams is about to happen. So persevering through challenges, it's just reframing those challenges and using those challenges for your benefit. I give an example. Years ago, when I had the company 7dayfitness.com, I found a partner from Canada that I partnered with. And I was excited because he was a millionaire and I thought that he was going to make me a millionaire, right? Obviously, when we were going to launch our product. So I spent six to seven months basically creating a new product that he was helping me basically market. And when it was time to launch, I'll never forget this. I flew to Canada and I spent money on a first class ticket, money I didn't have, by the way, on a credit card. And Got a five-star hotel because I thought I was going to be rich, honestly. I was I teamed up with a millionaire who was getting ready to launch our product, so I was excited. And I remember I was at the party or at the little event, and the young man entered the party, and he said, Hey, Wes, let me talk to you for a second. And long story short, he said, Wes, we're not going to be able to launch the product. You know, we just discovered that we're not going to be able to move forward with you. Now, this is after spending six to seven months putting the program together, sacrificing, broke, eating ramen noodles. Because I didn't have a job at the time, so it was tough, right? And I could have perceived that two ways. I could have said, oh, that's some bullshit. You wasted my time. And most of you, that's what you would have done. You would have complained. You would have got upset. You would have called him every curse word in a book. But what I did was this. I said, something bad is going to take place. Literally, I said that. I said, something better is going to take place. There's a reason why this is happening. And I truly believe that the reason is something better is going to take place. And it did. Two to three years later, I made my first million dollars with a new product that I created myself. Make sense? So you got to persevere, right? Through the BS. Anything that's trying to stop you from becoming the man or woman that you want to be, you got to reframe all the negative moments in your life and make them positive. Everything that you think is working against you, you got to understand that it's working for you. As a matter of fact, I want you to comment these words below. Everything in my life is working for me. Okay? Everything. Everything that happens to you. I don't care how terrible it is and how horrific the event is it is working for your good comment below please okay it is working for your good okay so the next number four is just give me the steps here and I'm going to try to get practical as well. But listen, number four is you need to isolate yourself. Okay, it's very important to isolate yourself. Or put yourself in an environment where successful people breed. Now, this is extremely important. There's so many of you that are trying to get rich and trying to become successful, but you still have Pookie and Ray Ray as your best friend. 
You're still hanging out with people that have a nine to five job and you're trying to be a successful entrepreneur. That doesn't make any sense. Like, how does that make sense? If all your friends are nine to five people and you're trying to make a million dollars. And it also doesn't make sense even if your friends are entrepreneurs. But if they're not making millions of dollars, they still can't help you. Make sense? You have to put yourself in the environment of success or isolate yourself. Just separate yourself from everybody that has limiting beliefs. Separate yourself from people who have nine to five jobs. Separate yourself from people who's always looking for discounts. Separate from people that's always going to the Black Friday sale. Make sense? got to isolate yourself from these people. Why? Because they're influential. Okay? They will influence you. And if you don't believe me, keep living. Like keep your friend Pookie and Ray where you'll see. You'll be in the same house next year, same apartment next year, same car next year, same amount of money in the bank account next year. Still haven't retired your parents. Still struggling financially. All because of your refusal to change your environment. That's big, by the way. That's that's a major step. Okay. When I decided to cut everybody off, and I did, I cut everybody off, even my parents, I cut everybody off. I got clarity. I didn't realize the impact other people were making on my beliefs. Okay? So change the environment. Please write this down. Okay, so number nine. I mean, number um five. Five, fifth step. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I just had to yawn for a second. That was a good yawn. All right, number five. Listen, you got to be fucking relentless. Okay? You got to be relentless. Relentless means that, listen, when you want something, you have to just go after that shit. Like, honestly. Like, when I made a decision to make a million dollars, I was willing to do whatever it took. And I did a lot of stuff. Like, I would fly to seminars. I would fly to events. I would fly to meet people. Okay? I would buy courses. Does that make sense? Like, you got to be relentless. You just got to be so focused and so just like in tunnel vision. That nothing else matters. At that time, nothing else mattered to me other than money. That's it. Because I wanted it so badly here. So you got to be relentless, folks. Okay? Got to be relentless. Uh, okay. Next step is pd which stands for personal development that was extremely instrumental in my life i began listening to self-development at the age of 26 and we're talking about dennis um tony robbins dennis whaley jim Rohn, wesley virgin um all the great orders les brown I was listening to these gentlemen daily for years, by the way. I made a decision that I no longer wanted to listen to music any longer. 
And it's not because I didn't like music. It just wasn't productive. And it didn't align with the man that I wanted to become. I stopped watching TV. Stopped watching sports. I didn't play video games. As a matter of fact, I didn't do anything that didn't align with making my first million dollars. So personal development was very instrumental. And let me tell you why personal development is important. Because what you don't realize is that you have so many limiting beliefs. Okay? You have so many limiting beliefs. Some of you don't believe that you're going to make a million dollars because you don't know how. Some of you want millions of dollars, but yet you think it's ludicrous to spend $10,000 a month on a place to stay. That's just limiting beliefs. Some of you will never buy a first-class flight because you think it's a waste of money. Some of you will never stay in a five-star hotel because you think it's a waste of money. Some of you will never go buy, I don't know, a $15,000 cardiac bracelet because you think it's a waste of money. But that's just a limiting belief. That's all what that is. So personal development, it helps you to change your limiting beliefs and realize that you can have whatever you want, regardless of the price. As a matter of fact, the price doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is, are you getting what you want? Make sense? So I suggest definitely to listen to personal, uh, personal development. And you can listen to that on YouTube. It's for free. All of my podcasts. Type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast on Google.com and you'll be able to listen to me every day. Okay? Last but not least, take action. Okay? Take massive action, man. I want everybody to come at that word. Take action. Take action, baby. Many of you are waiting. You're talking to every. You want everybody to give you the green light. Mama, you think I should do this? Dad, you think I should do this? Husband, you think I should do it? Wife, you think I... Boyfriend, you think I should do this? You think I should do this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Listen. Take action. Just do it. Many of you are in what is called paralysis analysis. Like you're trying to make sure everything is perfect. Listen, let me give you some advice. There's no such thing as the right time to do anything. The right time is to do it right now. Okay? There's no such thing as the right time. Many of you are going to die old waiting for the right time. Well, I got to wait till I get more money. Well, I got to wait till I leave my job. Well, I got to wait till I get in a better situation financially. No. No. You got to take action now. When you have the idea, just take action. Make sense? Just take action. Even tonight, many of you need to take action on your dreams and your goals. Like, you know what to do. Just do it. Ah, just go. Go buy the course. All right. You want to go to college? Go to college, or. You want to start the new business? Just start the business. Go to the hair. Go to the the courthouse and go get yourself a DBA. Go buy the website. Go look for the property. Go look for the store. Go look for the um the um 
merchandise that you're going to sell. Like, go do something towards the achievement of the dream. Take an action. That's the most important step. Taking massive action. Okay? Last but not least, model others who are winning. Okay? I've said this so many times. You know, many of you are trying to be innovative. You're trying to create something that no one's ever seen. And I say, oh, I got something that no one's ever seen. Well, that's silly. Why? Create something that has already been created. You know what Burger King and McDonald's is, right? They both sell burgers, right? They both sell fries. And they're both billion-dollar companies. And most Burger King and McDonald's, they're right across the street from each other. Chase Bank, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, right? All these banks, they all hold money. They all have tellers. They all have personal bankers. It's all the same shit, same thing. They're all billionaire companies. Think about a chair. You got a chair that doesn't move. You got a chair that rocks. You got a chair that rolls. Still, again, people making billions of dollars. So all you need to do is just model. Facebook, MySpace, TikTok, YouTube Reels. I mean, um, Instagram Reels. Like, if billionaires are doing this, why not you? They're just modeling what other people are doing. Like, even the car, the dealership niche. You know, they, they're creating cars that look just like Mercedes-Benz. They're creating cars that look like BMWs. Right? They just model. Okay? So why aren't you modeling? Write that word down. Model. That's how I got rich. I just modeled somebody on the internet. You know, I spent so many years trying to be like Elon Musk, trying to create something from scratch that no one's ever seen. That was stupid. It was called 7 fitnesscom It's the worst company on the planet. Why? Because first of all, no one wants to work out for seven days a week. I mean, yeah, seven days. Who wants to do that? No one. Right? So I modeled somebody that was doing well, and I made $30 million. Get it? Any questions for me, folks? I'm going to let you go. I'm done. Any questions? Write those steps down and apply them. Any questions here? If you got value, come to the word value below. Share this out and like. I see all the loves. I see all the likes. I see all the shares as well. So thank you for sharing and liking as well. But any questions for me? Before I let you go. Thank you for the badge as well. I'm in love with a strip. Okay. I moved to Dubai to pay no tax. But these Emirates girls won't let me merge to them. Tips to get conversation with women. Tips to get conservative women. Wes, you got to know the answer. Tips to get conservative women. What do you mean? You're trying to have a conversation with them? I mean, listen. The best game is no game. You know how this game shit? You know, I'm on the internet watching TikTok. People are like, oh, you say this to a girl. Well, say this one line. Well, say this to a girl. Say this to a girl. Listen. Stop it. And I'm not going to tell you to be yourself. Because most of you men, 
If you be yourself, you, you're not going to get what you want. What I would say is be calm, be relaxed, tell the girl, hello, how are you doing? My name is blah, blah, blah. Seriously. That's it. You don't need any special lines for women. Hey, how are you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. What's yours? Can't do that. Just introduce yourself. Your name, your last name, and ask her what her name is. That's it. And then begin to talk, ask questions, and listen to her. Man, just how difficult is that? You don't need any game, folks. It's really that simple, man. You know, I know you watch a lot of videos and you hear all these, oh, don't, well, when you text a girl, text her in two days. Well, send this text and the girl to find love. Well, say this secret word to her. I mean, come on. Like, who believes this bullshit? Right? Just relax. First of all, most of you don't even need to be chasing women. You need to be chasing the bag. You know, chasing a woman. I mean, getting the money because, you know, women want to be around the money. So if you have the money, then you no longer need to chase at all. Okay? How to overcome starting selling? How do you overcome? What do you mean? Just, just start selling, man. You're a positive person. Thank you. Yes, I am a positive person. Thank you. I'm so grateful for your time, Wes. Thank you. Hey, Priscilla. Any more questions for me? Okay. How long did you eat ramen noodles for before you made money? A long time. A lot. Anybody want to go live with me, let me know. We can go live right now. Make sure your camera's on. If your camera's not on, I'm not going to accept you at all. Camera needs to be on, and I need to be able to see you. And you can post your question or ask your question then. questions here how do I have any ladies ladies first of course if you want to go live with me I'm open Wes how much to pay for your time $100,000 for one hour $100,000 my guy and listen I'm less expensive than Drake Travis Scott so you're getting a deal Hello from California, how are you? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? Questions here. Oh, it's cold, it's frio, mucho frio. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go? the view um, well thank you Leanne alright we got Larry that wants to go live here London
what was the second step? Heidi, you're going to have to listen to the rat again. What's going on, man? How you doing? Very well, man. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Cali, actually, uh, Northern California. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah. Kind of pushing over towards uh, Sacramento. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. How can I help? Oh, man. You know what, bro? Just by this live, bro, you're already doing so much by helping me and everybody else. I just want to come out here and tell you, you know what I'm saying, the lives that you, you know what I'm saying, have, the, the spare time that you have to come out and chop it up with everybody, you know what I'm saying, because you've been there, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, you've probably been through situations that a lot of people haven't been through yet, you know what I'm saying, but they will experience. Kind of like me, I was already already in the comments, and I kind of let you and everybody else know that, hey, the stuff that you're talking about is right. It is so freaking right because I hated, man, it was like two or three or four years ago. I just hated what I looked like. And I didn't, I hated not just myself, uh, not, not how I hate myself and like, you know, I love myself, obviously. But I'm saying yeah. like I hated what I seen and I wanted to change that. And I knew right. I needed, you know what I'm saying, like a, a different kind of way of thinking. And I needed to change where I was going to the gym. Uh, two, three, or four years ago, I was going to Planet. And so, like you said, it was a, a Burger King and it was a McDonald's across the street. So you got Planet and you got In Shape to, you know what I'm saying, maybe multi-billion billion dollar companies right there. So I ended up changing. And what did I get? I got a different phase of what I've seen. More power lifters, more people that took it serious. And I ended up getting in better shape and I changed that shit. It took so long, but it took kind of uh, like it, it was a simple path i knew exactly what to do and that's the same way with money absolutely man it's just it's the same exact way uh i mean you made a good point if you want to take your fitness to another level you have to be around the people that are on the level you want to be on right. you can't go to planet fitness if you want to be in shape you know right. those people are a bit you lazy absolutely so same thing with success Got to put yourself in that type of environment. And it may be uncomfortable, of course, if, at first. But when you're in the environment, it's almost impossible not to succeed financially if you're around people that make six, seven figures every year. If you're around these people every day, it's just, it's just going to happen unconsciously if you're able to persevere and stay around these people and understand uh, the new beliefs that you're going to begin to assimilate just by being in their presence. Oh yeah, man. And you know what? I appreciate you for having me on this live. I'm gonna do everything I can in my power to, you know what I'm saying, flick everything you said and, and try to implement into my life because I really do care, you know what I'm saying? I got my own loved ones I gotta look out for. I got my mother, she's, uh, you know what I'm saying? I won't really get into much detail, but you know what I'm saying? She's dealing with a sickness. I got my grandmother, she's disabled. I got my brother that I gotta be a role model for. So, you know, yeah. there, there's, there's that, you know what I'm saying, stress that, you know what I'm saying, that's there, but there's always, a family that's out there doing a lot more worse. And I like to always, you know what I'm saying, remind myself that I got a, you know what I'm saying, roof over my head, but it can be better. I got a job, but it can be better. I got, you know what I'm saying, other things, but it can be better. You know what I'm saying? Life is kind of like a big cheat code. If it's going, I want to say, like, if I want to say health-wise, if you're in a good, like maybe, you know what I'm saying, health-wise, you're fine. Mental-wise, you're fine. Okay, cool. Now all you got to do is just go out and find, you know what I'm saying, that drive that you need and go, you know what I'm saying, tackle down whatever you want to go tackle down. Of course, absolutely. Now you got it, man. Now you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path and you're growing right now and 
You know what you got to do. I think everybody knows what they got to do. You know, honestly, even when it comes to Bitcoin, everybody knows. They just, they just have. They're not willing to do it yet. And mm -hmm. usually, people that just have to go through more adversity or let life beat the shit out of you until you like, you know what, I'm done. And um, and sometimes it takes people a very long time to hit that threshold. I try to tell. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna let you go in a minute because I know you're a busy guy, and um, it is Saturday. I try to like I'm a, I'm gonna add on to that, but I try to tell my close friends. I try to be like, hey, I'm not no, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not no alpha male. I'm not no signal male. This and that. At the end of the day, I wouldn't even like, you know, what I'm saying, try to claim any of those things if I if my life as a man is not even at 100 yet. You know, what I'm saying, I would say my life is probably at. Okay, yeah, I'm 25. I'm taking care of my looks. I'm taking care of my, you know, what I'm saying my physical health, uh, part. You know, what I'm saying, but the financial part definitely got to get on track. And I'm not no 100% do it if I ain't making that part. Like you know, what I'm saying both make both ends meet is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're on the journey, man. Just, just get serious, you know, man, and get serious, and stay serious. And you know, whoever you know, to give you some piece of advice for you before you go here. And just separate from your friends, man. Just get away from them, bro. And that's the best advice I can give you. Everybody's in your life. If they're if they're not living the lifestyle or have the money that you want, just disconnect from them. It's a waste of time. You're gonna realize this as you get older that it's gonna be a waste of your time dealing with people only because you're comfortable and familiar with them. You gotta let them go. Let them all go. Isolate yourself and force yourself to be around people that make you feel uncomfortable because the that 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 place of being uncomfortable is where your growth is just like the gym we don't want to you know we know when we work out you know you had that 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 set or that last rep and we know we got to do five more but we feel that we can't but that's what the growth is growth is in the pain so that's what you got to do even when you're building financial success Right, I got you. All right, my man. Hey, thank right, you. I guy. appreciate you for getting me on there, and uh, I hope to talk to you in the future. Yes, sir. Much love. All right, have a good one. Later. Yeah, listen, to all my men out there, you know, some advice for you. Just get serious. Like if you're in your twenties right now, just get, get fucking serious with your life. You know, a lot of you men keep stating that you don't know what to do. Come on. You're not stupid. You know what you got to do. You're just not willing to do it. Or your, ex your expectations is that you want something overnight and fast and quick and rapid, but it doesn't exist. Every If you run a marathon, everybody has to run 25.2 miles. Everybody. Wait, was it 25 or 22 miles? I'm not sure. But everybody has to run the same amount of miles. It just... There's no cheap way to run a marathon. You got to run the miles. Same thing with success and making a lot of money. You just you got to run a marathon. It's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of things you're going to have to do. So, you know, I tell young men that's in their 20s right now, just get serious. Like, don't wait until you're 30 and 40 years old to finally say, you know what, I need to wake up. That's like half your life. More than half your life at 40, right? Because the average man don't live to like 70, 75 years old. So, I mean, why well, wait until you're 40, 50 years old and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to wake up. Your 20s is not the time to play. 20s is not the time to that you live only once or 
party and just to do all type of debauchery type of activity. Your 20s is the opportunity for you to find out who you are and who you want to be. Right? It's your time to try things, to take action on things, start a company, start a business. Try it out. See if it works. Okay? Does that make sense? Because if you don't, if you don't take life serious, man, you're going to be just like your parents. And many of us, we don't want to be like our parents. Broke, negative, pessimistic. Nine to five job, always complaining about money, drinking too much, swearing too much, bad attitude. That's gonna be you if you're not careful. Overweight, unhealthy. Okay, who else wanna go live with me? And thanks for that live, man. That was a good one. Who else wanna go live? wants to go live here yeah shout out to that young man that went live you know and just and we need more men to do that just be open you know this is a positive environment we all here we're here to win so you know being open about what you're going through and what you're dealing with I can help you if you allow me to do that. Do I have anyone else that want to go live? Just come with the word go live below. Want to go live? Oh, Poison. She wants to go live. All right, Poison. Let's go live here. Hey, Poison, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Very well. Where are you calling from? I'm in Miami, Florida. Oh, nice. Okay. Is, is Poison your real name or is that your Instagram? Just my Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. What's your name? Shay. Oh, Shay? Mm-hmm. Oh, how are you doing, Shay? So how can I help? Okay. Um, so I really just wanted to comment on what you just said. Like, I know that I've been listening to your Midnight Rants for a few weeks, and I always hear you say, like, you have to separate from people. That stage, I've done. Completely separated from everybody that I feel like is no longer serving my higher purpose. But I'm kind of in this phase where I just feel stuck. Like, well, what next now? Um, so I've been looking up like events and just different things that I can go to to connect with people and trying to find like, I don't know, people that align with me. And I've been having trouble trying to figure that out. But um, part of it, I just realized that what you told him is it's the comfortability. Like, it makes me feel uncomfortable to like try to put myself out there or like be around new people. And I guess I just had a breakthrough because I realized that's what I need to do. It's just be uncomfortable. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. And what you're doing is like you're doing the right thing. You're out there, you're trying to find people that align. And it's hard, you know, like yeah. this whole process that you're going through is very, it's different, right? Because definitely, you, you got, you know, so, you know, 
you might feel stuck you may say i don't know am i doing the right thing but all these thoughts and these feelings are very normal of a person that's beginning to change it's just like when doing something new in life you're like you don't know how to do it you make mistakes you mess up you're not sure if this is the right thing so all the feelings that you're feeling right now to become the woman that you want to be is correct but i would say this do you know what you want to do well i know that i would like to help people and coach people um i've been vegan for like six years coming up in january and uh, i just have so much advice and so much like research that i've done over the past decade and it's kind of like i've been hesitant about putting myself out there to start actually helping people but i realize when i speak with people just random people um friends people that i've known or that i come across and i tell them i'm vegan i just have like a wealth of knowledge that i could share and it could be like all in one space for people so i, so, I get that intuitive nudge like that's mm -hmm. what i'm supposed to be doing but that's also aligned with me feeling a way about like putting myself out there so why why do you think you're so hesitant i don't know like but I'm getting over that. I'm getting over that. Like, or maybe you're gonna get over it right now, <laughs> right? Because I'm clearly on your live, and I was like, Oh well, my god, of course. I, I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe you're doing actually what you think you're scared to you do. You're actually doing it right now. You're live, 71 people watching you right now, yeah, right, and you're sharing your thoughts. So, I think that you're you're doing a disservice if you're not sharing your knowledge with the world. I know, somebody... and I tell myself that, but I'm just still like, I don't know. When I post things, I feel like I don't really get a lot of views. Like, I started a YouTube channel, and then that kind of discourages me, and I'm like, okay, I shouldn't even put myself out there anyway. But um, I actually recently took a trip to Colombia for uh, a little bit over a month. I was in Cartagena, though, not Medellin. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I think I broke the mold on like all of the things that I've been feeling and I'm like, I need to just do it and put myself out there. So I'm finishing up like editing my coaching program so that way I can like just launch it on the first of the year. Yeah, That's just start. so late because I'm just like, let me just work on it a little bit each day and just like force myself to overcome that. I guess that fear of just like doing it and being consistent with it. Yeah, you're just afraid of, like, am I going to get views when no one, like, it's just a conversation that's happening in the mind. And that's what happens when you start creating content, right? Obviously, we want everybody to look at our content, but that's not the reality, right? Yeah. The reality is you're going to create 500 videos and no one's going to watch your stuff. So you just got to understand that's just how it is, right? Mm -hmm. But it's okay. But you're not just doing it for the view. You're doing it because... You want to help people. That's what you told me in the beginning. Your purpose is to help others. See, the reason why I'm doing this rant, because I do it to help others. I'm not doing it for the views. The views will obviously come, but I'm. that's not my reason. I'm doing it because I actually want people to be successful. I want people to realize that they really do have potential to do great things. That's my intention, right? Because if your intention is for views, uh, for followers, you're gonna give up. You're gonna stop. Make sense? And yeah. then you realize, well, okay, what is my true intention? If your true intention is to help people, 
then you're not even concerned about like how many people watching. Because you understand that if you continue to create content, you're going to get better, right? And that's yeah. just how it is. You got to get better. At I guess it's just like, yeah. it's jumping out there. It's jumping out there, knowing that this is what I'm passionate about and being scared that if I stop like designing, uh, I'm a web developer. So it's like, if I stop doing that, then where would my income come from? Uh, if you stop doing the web developing? Yeah. Well, listen, and what you do is on part time, you create the content. You still do web developing, but you find some time to create content every night. Even if you do one video a night, two videos a night. But the key is just to be consistent and to. It's just like when you save money, it's not really how much you save, it's just how often you save it, right? If you put a dollar every day in the account, you know, over years and years, that thing accumulates. Same thing with your videos or your content. Right now, you got to teach teach yourself to be self disciplined. Don't be don't be so concerned about success and money and um, views. Just say, you know what, Shay, I need to be consistent. I need to teach myself how to be disciplined. So for one year, you know, I'm just going to create one piece of content a day. You'll be very proud of yourself if you actually do that because that's much more than the money. Because if you're able to discipline yourself at that level to actually do something without any type of award, then year number two, you're going to start seeing some success. Make sense? Yeah. Because no one runs a marathon day one. Oh, I want to run a marathon. So I don't just sign up for a marathon and go run it. And I've never ran before. No, I got to train. I got to run a mile first, right? So this is the preparation that you're going through right now. What you got to do is just learn how to be disciplined, like creating content. You got to be able to navigate your fear. And you got to realize fear is nothing but a false illusion, which is in your mind. You're creating this, this fear that's in your mind of this illusion of people not liking your stuff, not getting a lot of views, how you gonna look on camera? That's all in the mind. So if you just change that picture in your mind, see yourself confident, see yourself genuinely helping people, see people responding very positively, you will do it with ease. Make sense? Yeah, I think that's what's lacking is the consistency because I've like started and stopped several times and then I just get discouraged and I'm just like, uh, it's not working. So maybe I shouldn't put so much like energy into this. Yeah, yeah. But, and another thing is you don't have a vision yet. You don't have a vision of what it looks like at the end. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't know what the outcome looks like, you won't do it. It's like, it's like if you wanna go, I use this analogy all the time, I'm going to the beach. What you're going to ask me is like, well, what beach you going to, Wes? Like, you got to be very specific on the beach you're going to before I can get in the car and start driving. So before you start creating content, you need to know exactly what the outcome is going to look like once you get to your destination. Because that's what's going to motivate you. Because you got to think about the person that Shay is going to be once he reaches the destination. But if Shay doesn't know what the destination is, then you just drive it around wasting gas and you're gonna like oh i don't feel like doing this anymore this is just worthless you don't even know where you're going 
when you know where you're going, it's easy to get in the car and drive towards your destination. So you need to know, okay, if I want to create a content for vegan folks and I want to inspire them and coach them, but what does that outcome look like? Do I have millions of people that follow me? Do I have thousands of customers that are coached by me? Do I have a big company? Like, what does it look like? What does the end goal looks like? And you need to write this down. You need to write down what the end goal looks like based off what you're trying to achieve. Because whatever the end goal is, that's the vision. And the vision is going to keep you creating content every single day. Because you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to it. Oh, man, it's going to be so amazing when I get to this. So I'm going to keep creating this content because I know what the vision looks like. When the vision is clear, the day-to-day -day activity is simple. Make sense? Yeah, that's something I also haven't done. So I'm going to work on that consistency and laying out my vision. Yeah, tonight. I want you to do it tonight. Tonight. Okay. <laughs> I want you to pull out a sheet of paper, and I want you to write, Shay, what is your outcome for your vegan business or vegan life coaching business? And I want you to write it down. And I want you to write down exactly what you want that end to look like. Once you say, oh, I've achieved it, it's working, I want you to write down what does that look like, how much money you're making per month, where are you living, what are you driving, how many people are you helping, how many employees do you have. I want you to write all that down. I want you to design it like you're designing your, 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 your dream home. Make sense? And I want you to do it yeah. tonight. Okay. Make sense? Yes. All right. Much love. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Now, did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? You know, you heard the young lady said she said she's quitting and she's starting stopping. Many of you that start and stop is because you don't have a vision. You don't know what the outcome looks like yet. And if you don't know what the outcome looks like, of course you're going to stop. Because you're doing all this work, but you don't even know why you're doing it for. You may say, well, I'm doing it to get rich. I'm doing it to make money. Nah. Clarity is power. Okay? It's so important to be very specific on what you want. That's why a lot of you fail, because you don't know what you want yet. And I know it sounds, you know, it sounds simple to know what you want, but it's not very difficult. You don't know what you want yet. Spend time thinking, pondering over what you want and who you want to become. See, I know what I want, and I know the man that I'm become. I just know. Why? Because I wrote it down years ago. Okay? So it's easy for me to do these rents because I know what the vision looks like. You know what the vision looks like for the rents? Millions of people looking at a dark stream from around the world. Millions. When I go live, millions of people will log on. I already see it very clearly. I will shut down the Instagram service. Facebook will call me up and say, Wesley, my God, your Instagram lives are insane. We want to help you. We want to pay you as well. <laughs> so... The vision is clear, so it's very easy for me to do these rants. Does that make sense, everyone? All right, we got another live. 
Okay. I'll take a few more lives here. What's hey. going on, my man? How are you, man? Good. How are you? Very well. Where are you calling from? Well, I'm in Houston, Texas. Oh, hey, you're in my hometown, H-Town. What, <laughs> what part of Houston? Well, I'm in uh, uh, Kingwood. Oh, Kingwood. Yes, yes. 59 North, of course. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Talk to me, man. How can I help? Well, uh, I get your advice. Well, I had, well it's, it's nothing new. We all know one of the main issues that's facing this country is, is obviously uh, crimes. And not just crimes, but police brutality. So I'm a former decorated police officer for HPD. Okay. And so uh, there's a lot of issues, of course. And I got pushed out because I, I out, I'm outspoken against a lot of problems. So they didn't like. It. So one of one of my solutions uh, that I know God has given me is to solve that problem when it comes to the issues that so many historians are having with police and not only police, but crime is just rampant all over. So the things that I have, I try to get with the mayor, but you know, me being so outspoken, we didn't have good terms. So that didn't go through, but the right. things that I have can be nationwide can solve some issues. So my question is when you have something that's so, it's not really revolutionary, but in in and of itself, it kind of is. So I take that back. But in any case, when you have something that people have never really can vision and see and understand, how can what's the best route you think would be for me in my position to actually have people that really understand it, see it, and go with the vision? Well, I think what's important is that one, you need to know what the outcome is. Like, my question to you is, like, what does it look like? Say if you're able to communicate your message to people, mayor, congressman, and they start to listen to you, right? So my question is, what does the outcome look like if your message was so pervasive over your community, your state, your country, that people listen to you? But what, is the, what does the outcome look like? Well, the outcome would be simply, it would definitely eliminate uh, police officers from even attempting to even do anything that will uh, harm or, or kill a victim or a suspect. And then secondly, citizens will be able to know, which is very important and key, the officers that serve their communities. And that's part of the problem. When citizens don't know the officers and the officers, when they approach the citizens and they do what they want, say what they want, and the citizens have no clue who they are, and then vice versa, that's how things can get screwed, misconstrued, corruption can in, in be involved. And when there's no one in between that can uh, help the citizen when they try to file complaints or whatever the case may be, it's a long drawn out process and it gets swept under the rug. So, so they will be solve all of that because the police body cameras is one thing, but we both seen it, everybody's seen it. Police officers, the bad ones, have figured out ways to even get around those loopholes. Okay, so are you trying to eliminate all the bad cops? The, yes. Okay, so how how do you suggest on eliminating bad cops, though? Well, one of the one of the ways, to, but it it goes back to citizens 
have to have the ability to have someone within the police department whom they can trust uh the is the in-between person let's say like for example let's say you get pulled over all right mm -hmm. also the officer takes your money in the car right you call and complain on our officer well if you really don't have no evidence is that he say she say but, but let's say you get pulled over and you want to call somebody that's going to be a leeway between you and the police officer where hey you automatically know that and that police officer by the way is no going to know also that he can't mess with you or take your money because there's somebody he knows that you that has your back and if something goes wrong he's going to get in trouble but when you don't have that in between anything can happen and that's what's been happening that alone will prevent these police, these bad police officers being corrupt. It's, it's, it's a simple concept, but it just has to be carried out. So like a lawyer, basically like, like a lawyer, right? No, and not, 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 not necessarily because this is another thing. This alleviates the lawyer unless you need a lawyer. Well, because what you're saying is like, if I get pulled over and the cop take money, but I got to get on the phone to call somebody, right? To be well, that even that is true, but you, for, this is a good example too. We can go there. You, for instance, you have the money for Lord where you need it, but just by calling. Not every citizen does. <laughs> you said that, that, that every citizen can call? Not every citizen has that type of money where they can just call and contact the Lord, right? Oh, no, but don't, what I'm saying is you said they need a liaison, right? Someone that's the middleman. But they still have to make the call. But what if the police officer don't allow them to make a call at all? Well, now here's another thing. Before that officer even comes up to the car, you had the right, right? Because, you know, what we see a lot of times too, a lot of citizens, what they do is, before the police officer even comes up, they know some things are going to happen. What they do, they, they turn on that live camera or that phone, right? So it's video recording, right? Right. Right. I got a, I got a suggestion. I mean, I think what you're saying does make sense, 100%. I mean, obviously, there is police brutality out there. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to never had, I, I never experienced it. But I think that the education needs to be on the part of the citizens, not the cops. I think it's always going to be bad cops regardless. It doesn't matter what you do and what you try to prevent. It's just going to be bad people in any industry. And trying to change people are trying to um evaluate if this person is going to be a good person or a bad person i think that's going to be a, a very difficult task but i think educating citizens such as when you pull them over you know how some citizens some people they have a lot of mouth they're like hey why are you pulling me over start doing that you know being nice put your hands on the steering wheel you know greet the officer kindly because honestly i i believe the officers intentions most of them man they just trying to get home Honestly, uh, they just trying to do their job, right. and I think citizens, certain citizens, make it very difficult to do their job properly. Because I mean, I mean, you was a cop, right? So you don't know what you're approaching when you come into any scenario. You don't know, right? You just don't know, and you only know based off your experience on how to deal with each situation. So I think if citizens would get educated on how to address police officers how to conduct themselves, understanding that, hey, police officers are, are good people, majority-wise. 
because we definitely can't say every police officer is bad. I mean, because I know a lot. I know the chief of police in Houston. I mean, there's some good people, man. Um, and I and I'm thankful for them. So, I think if we educate citizens. I think that's what you need to do as a police officer. Educate, even if you do seminars, just educate young kids, young boys, or uh, teenagers, or young adults. Teach them how to address. Uh, or why police officers are asking certain questions. You know, I think if a person know why they're asking, they say, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I don't have to have so much mouth. I don't have to be negative and think he's trying to pick on me. He's doing this because he's just looking out for himself and looking out for you as well. So I think the education from your, from your part needs to be to the citizens, man, talking to the people, helping them understand that police officers are not bad people yeah you got some bad apples but i think collectively if people realize that police officers are good people they're trying to they're trying to help you it'll change the attitude so when they do pull over it doesn't escalate right it doesn't have to be a negative situation it can be a very friendly situation and just letting the officer do his job and understand why he's trying to do his job and understanding why he's coming from i think the education needs to be from the citizens. What are your thoughts on that? And you're very correct. And that's 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 one part of it. And that's and that's where uh is is what is what's what's the name of it's called CPAA. In other words, it's it's citizens and police immediate interactive assistance. And so you're right. So what I have is good police officers that's on that I know that's will assist me and has been assisting me on that end. Now on the other spectrum of it. You have criminals. So it's one part is being able to educate the citizens and get them to see, know the good police officers where they can get the help when they need it. Then on the other spectrum is educating the citizens about the criminal aspects of these criminals, how to avoid them, things to be proactive against it. Because that's that's my that's my whole thing about proactive. It's all about being proactive. Because what I've learned and what I've witnessed just helping and dealing and then being interactive with people in the communities and then citizens is people wait to after the crime or them being a victim of a crime. A lot of the things has already taken place and it becomes that much more difficult if they survive the outcome, depending on what it is. So the key is education and being proactive before something happens to you till it gets to that point where you become a victim, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And that's why this platform called Instagram, TikTok, you should begin to utilize to communicate your message to the world. That's it. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Well, that, that's. The, I mean, listen, you're doing the right thing. You're doing everything right. You know what I mean? And listen, it's going to be a grind. And in, in, in the beginning, it takes time for people to resonate with people. It may take you years, man, for people to really understand that, okay, man, you know what this young man talking about? It makes sense. Yeah. But even if you save one, it's great. You know, nope. if you help two people, it's good. So yeah. I would say continue to create content, continue to knock on the mayor's, well, who is it, Sylvester Turner, I think? Yeah. Is it, yeah, yeah. Continue nope. to uh, do what you got to do. It's a grind. You know, at the end of the day, it's a grind. But I would say use these platforms to teach and educate the citizens about the criminals, about the cops, and why they do what they do. Because um, you'll make an impact, man, if you continue to do it. You'll make a huge impact. I and I think you're doing a great thing, 100%. You know, yeah. telling your story and 
sharing what you've been through and coming from an actual police officer experience i mean that's that's huge and that's what people want to hear because we don't because we don't know what's going on in the uh, police officers hey you know most people think all police officers they just power struck they just want to have power over people that's what a lot of people think you know they just think they can do whatever they want i think if you educate them and start teaching them you know why police officers do what they do how to watch out for certain criminals i think that'd be very helpful okay man i certainly appreciate you sir and i'm just not really catching the wind of you man so i definitely followed you man and i appreciate you because i know you're a very important person and you're taking out the time to talk to people so man I, that alone is, is an awesome thing man i appreciate it. hey what you're doing is an awesome thing too so man keep creating content don't stop because honestly people especially young boys man they need to hear it you know they 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 need to know especially in our black community so man do your thing you're doing something absolutely outstanding and listen one day the world is going to know you man they will if you continue to create this type of content i'm telling you you have millions of people that's going to be watching your content and i have no doubt my vision is already clear it's been written as a matter of fact this is my whole purpose of life i've been called for this i love Um, it man i love it do your thing brother Absolutely. All right. Later. All right. Man, that was great. I think, you know, what he's doing is absolutely honorable because, um, I mean, he's right. You know, police brutality does exist, obviously. And um, there are some, you know, between citizens and cops, there are some discrepancies or some miscommunication that I think if a police officer like himself, excellent, will explain why they do what they do to help people understand and why you should be calm and not talk back and hey why did you pull me over why are you doing that you know come on it's just you know i think if you give his perspective i think that'd be very helpful to the community uh to the city and to the state and to the country as well and right, let me go live one more person here before i let you guys go it's 322 here so you guys get value here tonight i'm, I'm pretty sure I see the likes and the shares here, so pretty sure you guys did get value here. Mm. Yeah, the key when it comes to police officers, folks, if I want to give you my two cents, just believe that all cops are good, okay? You know, it's easy to focus on the bad cops. If you had one experience and maybe you had a bad cop, it doesn't mean that every cop on the planet is a bad cop. Majority of police officers, they're here to protect. They're taking oath. They're risking their lives for you. Okay, somebody right now is out there protecting you. They're on the street. They're on the highway right now, making sure that you can sleep properly. So you got to really think about that when you get pulled over. Be nice to these people. They're risking their lives every single day of their life. Are there some bad cops? Absolutely. Okay, but it's not millions of bad cops on the planet here. It's got police officers that have taken an oath and they're making it their responsibility to protect their city or their community for you. So remember that next time you get pulled over, be nice to them. You know, I've always discovered if you're just nice to police officers, honestly, you just don't even get a ticket. And I have Lamborghinis and McLarens, and I was 
I mean, I in my G wagon, I remember coming from the airport. I'm going 110 miles per hour. I got pulled over, right? I was just nice to the guy. Hey, guy, how you doing? You know, you see you speeding. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I was speeding a little bit. He didn't give me a ticket. He just let me go. All right, man, just slow it down. I didn't give him no love, no attitude. Why you pulling me over? I'm trying to. No, I just say, hey, officer, how you doing today? With a smile on my face, honestly. And he was like, just never get a ticket. I mean, honestly, just by being nice. Okay. What time are you waking up tomorrow, Wesley? I don't know. 10.30, maybe. I don't know. All right, I'll take one more live. If you guys want to go live, or I'll take another question here below here. And like and share this, folks. You got value. Like and share this video for me. I will, I will really appreciate that if you do mind doing that for me. Mm, mm. Let me see here. Any more questions for me? I'm taking one more. You guys are open and available. If not, thank you for joining tonight's rant. Thank you for taking some time and allow me to talk about the subject of the steps to become a millionaire. Okay. Use them. And if you don't know what those steps are, listen to this video again. I will save it for you so you can watch it later or you can always catch it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, search Google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll be able to get access to everything. Oh, we have another person. We have Leanne. Uh, all right, Leanne, let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. Just go live with Leanne real quick over here. Hey, Leanne, how are you? Hi. Where are you calling from? Uh, London. London. What time London. is it over there? Uh, 8.26 a.m. in the morning. Oh, well, great morning. Okay, well, how can I help? Um, I, did, I just found you tonight. I don't even know how, but I'm glad I did. Um, you've like... Hi. Sorry, it's my son. My little boy just woke up. But um, okay. you've, I've listened to like, the lady that you were talking to a little while ago um, and she, about the vegan. I really wanted to comment that like, she should like aim to be the next real-life Lisa Simpson. Like, you know, put all that passion into being a vegan and going all out there and really believing in it. Um, yeah. I do think that people need to believe in themselves more because if, you, if we don't believe in ourselves, then we can't expect others to believe in us. Mm -hmm. um, like my children. Uh, Life's been very hard and I'm struggling to even look at the camera or anything because I don't really talk much. But uh, my mum left me when I was really little and my dad raised me. Uh, I lost two brothers and um, I was with my children's dad for 18 years. And it didn't end good. And uh, he's gone now, but I'm, I've lost like my home, my, everything. I'm in an area that I don't really like, but it's just me and the children. And that, that's fine. I've got my kids. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to leave them like my mum. I just, I keep begging their dad to be a dad and be here. And it's like, you live too far. I can't be bothered. Give me money. Do this. Like, I keep begging him because I didn't have it. And I just, 
like I want them to have it, but I know that might be wrong or I don't know it's wrong. Like, it's really very hard. And people will say to you, what's wrong, what's wrong? It's just, okay. It's hard. And then... So... It's, um, yeah, so. it's like my, my brother is like, it's the first thing to say, he's my best friend and he tells me to talk. He, he, I think he sent me this, your page. And so oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll say this that I commend you that listen, you're still standing. You know, you got to remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're still I'm very standing. Like, I don't mean to sound yeah, like no. I feel sorry for myself because I'm not like that. Oh, of course, like, of course not. You're just you just sharing your story. And, and like, you know, you cry because you've got no shoes, but the people out there with no legs and no feet, you've got to be grateful and appreciate who and what we got. I do. Yeah, and, um, and I want you to begin to, because you, you're right now, you're in a great you're in a great position in your life right now. You really are. You're in the greatest position in your life. You may say, well, how is that, Wes? No, no, no I, I, I understand you, that. You right now have the opportunity to begin to write the new chapter for your life and your son's life. You have a new opportunity to close that chapter in the past and begin oh. to write the new chapter. Now you may say, "Well, how I just, do you yeah, do that's that?" Like, how do I do that? Like, listen. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm right. Right. He's very, he's, he's very positive, uh, and yeah, yeah. You listen to the right manly, and I got you. Listen, this is what I want you to do, because this is what I did. You know, I did this. You know, I've been in a very, very dark place before in life, and you know, I didn't know what I was gonna do, and I had three children, and it was tough. But this is what I did to change everything. Honestly. I, I pull out a, a sheet of paper, okay, and I wrote on that sheet of paper, I said, Wesley, what do you want? That's all I did. I said, Wesley, Your what vision. do you want? Well, no, I, I mean, actually, I just, I wrote down what I wanted, and I realized I never really did that. Like, like I wasn't really clear about the life that I wanted, and I felt that I was stuck, but the only reason why I was stuck because I never really I thought about what I wanted for my life. So what I want you to do tonight is, Leah, I want you to write down what you want for you and your child. What type of life you want to live. And, you know, when we write, when I tell people to do this, you know, they first think, well, well how is this going to create the life that I want, though? Now listen to this. You have to know what life you want in, in order to go for it, right? Of course. And the you don't know what you're thing, for, you're not really going to go anywhere, are you? But. Right. The perfect thing about this, the reason why it works so well, is that the how doesn't even matter. Like, how are you going to create the life that you're going to write down on that sheet of paper? Doesn't even matter. No, doesn't don't. even matter. The great thing about the mind, the great thing about the brain, when you start to move the brain of the mind in the direction of the things that you want, you will automatically start to focus and receive things to make that reality real. Of course. And if sense? you if you want it enough, then you'll, you'll get it. If you don't, then you won't. Just yeah, absolutely. Be. But you have to... We got to... Commit and be dedicated, I'm sure. Right. But it's time for you to divorce the past. Yeah, no, okay. I, I'm able to do that. I'm, I'm over that. That's that's the easy part, but it's it's the part of like, how do you like? I, I'm I'm been listening to my brother a lot, and he's 
right and I know he's right and it's, and it's a good thing when, you, when you're able to admit that people are right and, and tell them and be, and be grateful and able to take criticism or admit your faults or, or to yourself I think it's, it's been very important to me but how do I stop trying to make someone be there for people like they don't want to be there and, and thinking that it's the right thing if you know what I mean yeah so what you do is you Obviously, stop I've got four children. I like you're talking about the, you're talking about the children's father correct yeah, yeah. So trying to, I, yeah. I keep so in a, don't, and that's, that's what I was talking about in, in a few of the comments and, and to the. Yeah. So it's not. Listen, it is not your responsibility to, to make the father be a father. Don't want them to be hurt. If, if that makes sense. How do I just break away from that? This. So you have to make a decision right now that that is not your responsibility to make that man be a father of your child. But if I take them away, or if I just make a decision for myself, I don't want them to grow up and think. I did that or it was it's because of me if that makes sense that's why well, the thing is remember based off our decisions we're always creating the future right so yes. you don't know what's going to happen in the future you don't know how you're going you have no idea but what you do know is what you're going to do right now in this moment does that make sense and yeah. what i want you to do in this moment is i want you to begin to create the life that you want to live inclusive of how you want the parenting to be with you and your children Right, because okay. you don't know how your children are going to perceive anything as far of as course, just their fault. You don't know. Yeah, and that's not even your concern. Your concern is to make sure that your child now has enough love from you right now, because that's what that's what's in your control. Yeah, of course. You you only deal with things that's within your control. You have to control over your habits, your decisions, and the love that you're going to give that little boy. You have total control of that. Anything outside of that, it's just going to be useless because you can't control people, you can't make people, and you can't think about how people are going to react in the future. Make sense? Yeah, no, yeah it does. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So you're doing the right thing, but what I want you to do is take another, another step forward. I want you, honestly, today to write down what do you want for you and your son. And I want you to be very detailed. I want you to be very specific and I want you to be very clear. I want you to write it down. What type of life that you want to give that little boy? What type of life you want for yourself? And I promise you, Leanne, if you do this properly, you're like even this week or next week, things will start to fall into place. You're going to notice things that you've never noticed before. Opportunities going to flow to you all because you gave your brain and your mind a blueprint of what your reality should look like. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Of course it does. Thank you. So I want you to do it today. I will. All right. Much love. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, what I shared with that young lady? Um, You only can... You can you listen. You don't even life itself. You can you can only do things based off what you have control over. You don't have control over people. You gotta remember that. In that, you cannot control people, but you can control yourself. And what I've learned and realized that if you can change or control yourself or change yourself, your habits, your decisions, your perceptions, you will automatically change the things around you. 
you know, great thing about, you know, what's so fun about my wealth when I made a lot of money? What I needed to do was always in front of me, honestly. Like what I needed to do to make a million dollars was there 10 years ago. But the only reason I never saw it because like I never like wrote it out. I never just wrote down what I wanted for my life, honestly. I never just got very detailed on the life that I wanted to create. But listen, once I started to create the vision boards and once I started to write down what I wanted, man, it just, it was there the whole time. Like the solution for me to be independently wealthy, it was right there the entire time. And what I want you to understand is, listen, your breakthrough is right there. Like you just don't see it, but it's there. It's just like when you're in the kitchen, you say, I can't find the salt. I can't find the salt. I can't find the salt. And somebody comes in behind you and say, what is this? And the salt shake is right in front of your face. And you might say, well, how did I miss it? Well, because you kept saying that you can't find it. So when you write down the life that you want to live, the money you want to make, the places you want to go, where you want to live, your mind is able to see the things that would allow you to make that reality real. Does that make sense? That was powerful, right? It's just how it works, man. I'm telling you. That's how powerful the mind is, man. Right? You have to give the mind. The mind is so powerful. The mind can do things just beyond our imagination. When you give the mind a vision, it knows how to get it better than what you think you could do consciously. It will unconsciously bring the things that you want into your life, like almost without effort. Make sense? Like without effort. One day I'm going to talk about effortless manifestation one day. But does that make sense, folks? Did you get value here tonight? Did you get value tonight? Did you learn something tonight? Okay. Awesome. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for joining me here. Um, this is Wesley Bill, your dollar virgin. Much love and let's go.